We cross now to London with uh, British correspondent Adam Gilchrist. Good morning, Adam. Hey, good morning, Darren. How's it going? Good, thank you. Sure, tough day over in uh, England. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's tough. It's solemn. It's serious. It's, uh, yeah, it's all on us. It's all over us. Yeah, uh, the six major TV channels, uh, one to six on our screens last night, all were on the Queen. Um, I mean, who wanted light relief? But if you did, you had to search for it. Yeah, I mean, um, I was watching on uh, the BBC. Um, I don't know if we get your international feed or if we get your local feed here. Um, but uh, with the, the people outside Buckingham Palace in the rain was incredible to see. Yeah, the crowds formed, and in fact, there were crowds at all the royal residences. I mean, we know that the Queen died at Balmoral Castle up in Scotland, and yet, yes, there were crowds outside Buckingham Palace, outside Sandringham Estate in Norfolk, Windsor Castle. Indeed, there are people who will swear blind. I know this sort of stuff can happen, but there were people who will swear blind. But at the very moment that the flag went to half-mast, that the Queen's death was confirmed. There was a rainbow over Windsor Castle, which is something that I'm sure people will carry away with them. But, yeah, there will be quite an outpouring. I mean, the outpouring from world leaders has been astonishing. I can't think of too many other people who would get quite... the. I mean, even President Xi Jinping of China has sent his sympathies and his tributes to a great lady. Um, and when you've got the German Chancellor, Olaf Scholz, uh, praising the Queen's sense of humour, a German praising the British sense of humour, you know that <laughs> there's something afoot, isn't there? Yeah. Now, there's, there's so much that, that changes um, just in, in, in the landscape sure. with England right now. So the, the anthem changes with immediate effect, right? Now it's God Save the King. Yes, it is. Although that will take some doing for those of us not that we sing it all the time, but every now and again, and the every now and again, it's been God Save the Queen, for goodness sake, for 70 years. And yeah. for, for most of us, all our lives. So it will take some shifting. Of course, we have all the stamps and the banknotes. They they're not scraps. They will carry on. But, uh, those images will change probably fairly quickly. And then I guess it'll be, what, 10, 20 years as, as the Queen's, face disappears slowly but surely but for the moment yet yeah, she's very much all around us you know you only have to open your wallet and there's <laughs> there's the queen um mm. uh, that will change and in the immediate term of course also some some things are shifting they ha it's weird but because so many protocols are in place for the death of the monarch so many things are already set but they don't have a set program for what to do with something like sport mm -hmm. so whilst day two of the test match between england and south africa has officially been called off all the football matches haven't been called off yet. That will be a piecemeal decision, essentially, for all the different leagues and so forth. So uh, I guess it'll happen. I guess all sport will be cancelled for a while. But again, that will change just the landscape for the next few days, certainly. Yeah, because we've got, um, we currently, well, hosting today, starting the World Cup Rugby Sevens. And uh, there's the England mm. uh, women's team and men's mm. team. So I wonder if they're going to be pulled out at last minute. Be um, from what I've seen uh, on the domestic front, I think sometimes some things are too much in place. So, for instance, there were two, no, three uh, European Europa League matches last night, and they all went ahead, even though the death of the Queen had been confirmed well before kickoff, or just before kickoff in one or two cases. So, I guess 
if the seven teams are already there, already committed to the tournament, maybe again that's a decision that's taken individually mm. by the players, the coaches, and the union ultimately involved. Mm. And um, what uh, what happens now? We were reading about all these different operations, Operation Unicorn. Uh, there was this plan in place if she passes away in Scotland. There's a different one for Wales, Northern Ireland, and for for England. So what? Yes, that's right. Yeah. So, so, so what happens now? Well, her, her body is at Balmoral Castle and will remain there for another day or two. Um, probably tomorrow, it'll be moved to uh, Holyrood Palace in Edinburgh, and then ultimately, there's a train journey coming south. This sounds like somebody planned this in about 1840. I mean, it really is very 19th century. The, the train will carry the coffin to London, and it is thought people will turn out at level crossings and train stations en route and to pay their respects and to wave their hats in the air. As I say, it does sound a bit Charles Dickens, doesn't it, or even before. Um, but that's what will happen. Ultimately, um, interestingly, whilst all these things are in place, for instance, that... Uh, the new King Charles III, that takes a bit of getting used to as well, mm. KC3, as we're calling him to replace QE2, KC3 uh, will do a tour of the United Kingdom. He will also begin to make phone calls and speak to the right people around the world. I guess there'll be important chats with, for instance, President Biden and obviously the Prime Minister Liz Truss and ultimately, you know, everyone's leaders. But to start with, it's a home thing. And then the funeral, I thought, was set in stone, pretty much. I thought uh, I'd read uh, nine days, Westminster Abbey, but actually, KC3 gets a say in this. So if he and the rest of the family think now we want to wait a bit longer, and it's thought that it probably won't take place on a Saturday, but we'll see. Uh, so although Operation Yukon has all these protocols and extra police at residences and the flags at half-mast until 11 a.m. today when... KC3 officially takes the oath, then uh, they can change them. The, the protocols are there to be changed, which is weird, isn't it, when you think that, mm. you know, people have been anticipating this for decades. And just uh, on the ground, like, say, in, in your circles or, or just the word on the street, mm. I, I know that there were a lot of people were hoping that um, William would be king and uh, uh Prince Charles, well, now King Charles would have ceded that, abdicated and given it straight to William, which clearly is not going to be the case. Is this what sort of the, the UK public do you think we're more in favour of or are they ready to get behind King Charles III? Difficult to gauge. They have done opinion polls before, haven't they, about the popularity of different royals, but you can't really go on that, you know, because yeah. at various stages... Diana would have been empress and nobody else would have had a look in, for yeah. instance. But uh, So diffi difficult to tell. It's a tabloid fancy, in a way, that somehow the public want Prince William. He's a popular guy at the moment. Prince Harry was very popular until one or two things went a bit askew with his PR, shall we say, in the past couple of years. So things change. And let's be honest. There is a, uh, we talk about protocols that can change. This is a protocol that does not change. And the Queen was absolutely adamant. For instance, she was never going to abdicate. She absolutely saw it as her duty to the bitter end. And there she was appointing a prime minister two days before her death with smiles on her face and doing all the right things. So the idea that it could skip over Prince Charles, nah, it's not going to work like that, simply because that's the way it goes. The yeah. eldest 
well, used to be eldest son, eldest child, as it will now be, uh, gets the, the, the crown. And uh, I, I, did, I did hear a royal correspondent yesterday suggest that it might be a mixed day of emotion for Prince Charles. I'm thinking, no, his mum has died. He's not going to be celebrating becoming king. I thought that was very odd. Yeah, it's a bit of, bit of sweets there. Um, now, it, it, I know that all, a lot of these traditions are followed through. Do you know any of this? But apparently that as soon as uh, Charles became king, then his sons, the princes, now have to kiss his hands in congratulations. Yeah, that, that, that'll be something that they would do maybe in a, a, like at a meeting of the Privy Council, like at a formal thing. They're not going to do it behind closed doors. I can't see that. There might be a little nod because Charles is a little stiff and starchy. He's a product of his parents. Uh, you know, Duke of Edinburgh was pretty stiff and starchy, wasn't he? Um, so maybe there'll be a little bit of that. I, I, you know what? Can you see your own kids doing that? I can't see, my, you know, if I assumed a title, my son suddenly genuflecting and bowing and kissing my hand. It's, you know, dad to son. Eh, mm. Not sure. <laughs> And um, so when do you think this, uh, how many weeks away are we for the funeral? Well, that's a good question. And as I say, in theory, it's nine days, but it's probably more likely 12 days. But that is an adjustable figure. Um, I'm, I'm just sort of having a look as I speak, but I haven't seen this updated. And it's interesting how many things... Are set and how many things are not and I guess needs must, I mean the Queen could have died overseas the Queen could have died under different circumstances the family could have been more spread as it happens, the family including Prince Harry and Meghan are all in the UK at the moment so you could imagine if people were wherever in the world it might take time, so I guess those things have to be a slight movable feast, but my guess is the funeral will be a week on Monday and probably Westminster Abbey, where the Queen uh, was uh, coronated, was crowned in the first place. So there will be a neat kind of closing of the circle in that sense. And and does um, 8th of September now become a public holiday? Uh, I think people would like that, but uh, people always want a holiday. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know, there have been any number of pushes that we should have a holiday on the Queen's birthday. We should have a holiday on the Jubilee. Well, we did have a one-off holiday on the Jubilee. We should have a holiday for the Battle of Trafalgar. We should have a, it never happens, um, given that um, in the kind of energy crisis and inflation crisis, and the fact is the government needs all the taxes it can get. It doesn't want to give us all days off, <laughs> whereby the economy takes a hit. Maybe, maybe eventually, but uh, yeah, I don't think we're going to hold our breath on that. And the next big event, of course, KC3's coronation, is it going to be a case of us seeing that this year or maybe next year? Oh, yes, that, there, there, there's no strict protocol on that, Sibon but I guess uh, it could, I don't know, we, we're slightly more impatient kind of generation aren't we and the idea of i mean the queen after all succeeded to the throne in it was february wasn't it 1952 and she wasn't crowned until the following year and, and not 12 months it was you know wait uh, wait till the summer so i guess given we're a bit more sort of uh, in in need of things maybe maybe they'll wait till spring but i can't see beyond that i have a sneaky feeling they might 
there are a lot of plans to be put in place. They mm-hmm. might even end up doing it in winter, but uh, we'll see. Um, maybe I'm being too impatient. We are talking about the royal family here. <laughs> they, they move slowly usually, don't they? Yeah. Sure, well, it's, it's all fascinating stuff, and no doubt it's going to fill our TV screens for the next couple of months, every, oh, yes. every next step, mm. you know. Um, yes. uh, cut out and keep guides in the newspapers, you name it, it'll all be there, the magazines. I mean, the Queen was already the most photographed woman in the world. Um, e- even in death, I think, we're going to see her photo everywhere for some time to come. And, of course, that of all the rest of the royal family. I don't know if this prolongs them in, in people's minds or, or shortens the idea of monarchy I'm not sure mm. it's all very fascinating um, watching it unfold here from uh, the bottom of Africa South mm. Africa um, we'll keep in touch with you Adam Gilchrist as things change and as uh, the next big steps happen thank you very much man oh thanks you're welcome mm. thanks a lot take care thanks Adam Gilchrist live from London our UK and now royal correspondent <laughs>